We are Marquette. 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 Mardi Gras, first of all, is an acronym and it stands for making a real difference in the golf region and areas surrounding. So say that ten times fast, but that's that's the acronym and, and it, it was created as a response to Hurricane Katrina, um, so back, back in 06, and um, there were students who went to Tulane University in New Orleans and then got, got um, they went to Marquette because they couldn't go to Tulane anymore. Um, they wanted to go back and help, and they wanted to, to do what they could do, so they, they took, I think, seven or eight students the first time, and then that became what we did. So basically, the, the, the big things that we do down there are, are drywall. Um, you know, in, in, in you know, a lot of gutting. I say the first the first couple of years we're gutting out houses that hadn't been touched since the since the hurricane, which was like five or six years before then, um, and then paving the way for people to go in and, and do you know actual restoration work. Um, and then probably around my junior year is when it really started to become like rebuilding and, and uh, you know more of, of painting and, and you know drywalling, like I said, or siding, um, a, lo a lot of that. And so working directly with homeowners and with nonprofits down there to make that happen. And I haven't been to the New York or, or Houston trip that are going to happen but it's a lot of similar work in a response to a natural disaster where people need help and um, we sent about 100 students down there in, in rented vans and you know pull up singing all these songs it's a, it's a great week of um, you know waking up at six in the morning doing service all day and, and coming back and having nighttime activities that we you know go out and like catch some live music and stuff like that and just a really cool intro to a new city um, but making that difference and making relationships along the way I did that about about a dozen times uh, in college, and, and um, I had done similar trips in high school. So for me, it was just kind of a natural. This isn't like a adult chance now. Like whereas high school was just kind of more like high school kids going. Like this, we can actually make this a student led thing. But um, those trips, you know, not only do they, you know, service has always been important. Um, that's you know it taught me a lot more about that. But really, like my, my leadership view too, and. and um, you know, and that's kind of gotten me into speaking and why, you know, why I do that. And, you know, all, a lot of those memories and the people that I met. And uh, I think, you know, a big thing was uh, for me, I, I, you know, serving with people and with my, my classmates for a week in that sort of, sort of context. And then also seeing them again when we get back in Milwaukee was really powerful because um, you don't lose that. You know, the connection, if you if you work together in a house for a week, like you have this really cool connection and you see them in your economics class the next Tuesday. Like that's just, that was a really... Um, you know, I, when, when I did that stuff in high school, I didn't go to high school with a lot of the guys I did it with. I met them, they were at like rival high schools and I just, people in my high school didn't do as much. So when, when those trips would end, I would kind of be alone again. I didn't have those folks around me, but now it was like, these are all my classmates. And that was a really cool thing for me. And I think that's why that trip in particular, um, you know, I would say my, my first one was probably my most memorable one. Um, we met this woman named Miss Frozine, who I still keep up with, and she's uh, she's arthritic. She's in a wheelchair, and you know, just one of those people that is like full of life and, and um, is very direct. So she calls all the girls a diva, you know, and, and uh, I think she called all the guys a hunk. It was just kind of the way that she operated. She was so funny, uh, and um, you know, just one of those people. You felt like you were talking to your grandma, and uh, and on the last day, she like bought us all food, and then went around the table and said one thing about each person that was like really deep and. Um, and that was profound. I mean, it was a moment where I was like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be, you know, and, and the people that were in my group, I still keep up with. So it, and that really kind of 
transpired into the next you know trips and and uh ended up doing it about three times a year uh, or four times a year for all, all throughout and and i've actually gone back twice now as an alum um with some some of my friends just kind of get into a car and go for new year's and we stay at a house that we helped to build I and mean, it's just a, it's a really cool lifetime thing um and i think i, I realized that it wasn't just like a one-week trip. You know, it was very much like this is the way that we think, the way that we act. And the, the people that went on those trips, there's a clear difference in, in their personalities and the way that they view service and leadership than, than some other folks. It's just they don't have that, that common bond. Um, so Mardi Gras was definitely the big one for me as far as service goes. It was, it was you know, it worked out well. I won enough times to make that a, make that a lifetime choice. It was, it was great. Um, I was a student section leader in high school, and... Uh, and you know i loved it like it was i went to an all-guys school and and um we had maybe 20 25 guys there and it was just got creative and did more and i was like this is fun i just enjoy doing it and so when i got to college and and got here um i knew i wanted to do that again and i just didn't know what avenue there was to do it so um so by actually around my junior year i freshman and sophomore year i just sat lower and, and um you know but there wasn't really like a unified section uh I wasn't really sure how to actually, you know, enter that, and, and um, so junior year is when when I really, you know, there was a couple of guys who had already sat down there, some some good good friends of mine, uh, and um, and I decided that I was going to join them and just see what it was all about. So really, once you go down, you can't go back up, like it's because it, it's so tantalizing and it's just a different it's a different game when you're down there. So um, I think naturally I, I I have a loud voice and um, and and I enjoy doing that. So that kind of stuff all sort of fell onto me, and and we decided to experiment with like a new chant and, and just did it and, and it worked you know and um so all of senior year was spent down there uh and really you know it's it's amazing because the, you know the bradley center just had their last game and the group who i sat down there we all went to the game together and like took pictures outside of the student entrance and it's just like a it is a real bond that you form with those people that rivals you know any other bond i've ever had with anyone else um but that that just sort of was a role i i you know naturally took on and uh and it became, you know, a thing. I mean, it, you know, a lot of people, uh, even people who I don't know now, whenever I put my sweatband back on, I, I'll go to a game and people recognize it. And it's just kind of funny. Uh, I'll, I'll gladly wear that. And it's, it, the thing looks like it's a little off gold now, I think, after after years. Away. I actually wore it in high school, too. My high school was also gold. So it's the sweatband's been around for about 11 years. And it's been washed three times, if anybody asks. I, I started washing it after they started losing. And unfortunately, the last couple of years have, have paved the way for that. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it really became kind of the thing that I enjoy doing and, and it was a, a natural fit for, um, for for my personality. So um, I've always been a huge basketball fan in general, but specifically for my, my team is what I really wanted to do. And, and, and it worked, you know, they Marquette won 27 games in a row at home um, from when I was a junior to a senior. And that wasn't all me, of course, but it was a little bit of me and I would hope, you know, and, and providing an opportunity where people can have this environment of being unified and being together and uh you know had sold out games i mean that's fun and people really caught on to it and we all look out for each other you know like that's that's who we are and it's what we do and um you know i i just like it, it, you get a sense of belonging to something bigger and in, in, in that family of uh that you've formed you know over the years and also the extended family like that that you don't know as well like the other alums from from other years like you, you you have you know you know this if if you meet someone you know that has a hat on or a shirt on with Marquette you automatically have this like sense of of belonging you know I I always like to say like if I'm at a bar and I see someone that has like a Marquette hat on they're gonna get a beer a shot and a conversation whether or not they want it the first two I'm sure they want the last one I couldn't tell you but um, but but really like it, you know that's kind of what it all tailors into is like you know we look out for each other and we want to get to know each other and help each other so like. And yeah, empowering and, and like this belonging to to a family sense. Uh, 
you know, is definitely how I feel when, when I hear We Are Market. I have a, about a one hour keynote um, on leadership that I give to high school students and, and college students as well. Um, much of it refers back to my market experience. Uh, and I think like learning to, um, you know, it, the, the more that you can get in front of people and learn how to, how to you know, work with audiences and, and connect with people, it, the better. And, uh, you know, like I actually, part of my, um, of my talk, you know, is about authentic leadership. Well, the whole thing is about authentic leadership, but a specific, specific part talks about how I use my voice. And, and I talk about the student section. Like that was, that was a time where I like saw an opportunity for me to, to use what I knew I had and, and did it, and, and it was for a bigger purpose. And um, it's kind of a funny, like almost sophomore example, but but that's what I did, and, and I know that that worked. And um, you know, and I think all of those things, and you know, tour guide, you know, mentioning that is like connecting with people and, and finding out what what they're into and what they're interested in, and, and really like tailoring, you know, in that case, a presentation. But I think in general, just all your conversations can 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 try and lift people higher. And uh, you know, and then Father Naus, who you know, as, as you know, was you know, Jesuit priest back in the day, and I, I learned so much from him, and just all those things from from this experience really, um, you know, I, I mean, I I would venture to say that it's like half my talk, and, and not even directly. I don't say, oh, this is what I learned in Marquette, but like those lessons and the leadership examples and all those things really kind of wrote a, a story itself, and um, you know, and I wrote it in April of 2015, so I, I had that was you know still fairly fairly new graduate, and had gone through a, a, you know, unfortunately some some bad. Uh, you know, bad situations where I, I, you know, whether it was work or, or relationships or whatever it might have been that, that kind of what, what I learned from those things. And I wrote all those experiences down and, uh, and, and it turned into the, sort of this, this talk. And, um, you know, I've done, I've done about 15 schools now, which has been great. And, um, I want to keep growing it and, you know, and doing more. And I think what it comes down to is right, actually right before I got to college, uh, I, I heard a speaker when I was 16 um, at the Illinois Leadership Seminars, which I, I've been involved with for a long time. And, um, and, and, I, and his message you know, was basically like, you are you, like do you and, and, and do you unapologetically. And, I, and I, no, no one's ever had ever told me that before. Like I was always told that you're aspiring to something more. And I think when I was 16 hearing that, like what I am now is okay. Like that was profound. And I had never, no one ever told me that before. And, and so I was able to accept me and, and who I was. And that really propelled me into college, truthfully. And I, I, I don't think if I, if I wouldn't have had that experience, I wouldn't have joined as many things or, you know, kind of been a little bit more shy about stuff. And, uh, and, and so I challenge students, you know, like, you know, make, make your vocation now to accept yourself and to love yourself because that's what I learned. And that's what really formed my, my collegiate career and then now into the real world. And I, I, and if you can get that down when you're 16 or, or 18, whatever it might be, like it, you're going to see such a major difference. Uh, so all those things, I mean, I think they've, they've all come together and meshed in my head and, and have really formed the leadership and, and, um, you know, the authentic leadership uh, sort of view I have and, and has paved the way for sort of this professional speaking career to, to come about. And um, it's been a ride. I mean, it, I, I made my website a year ago uh, last week, which has been awesome. And, um, and I've, I've spread it and it just, it's another way I, I just want to reach, I basically like want to reach every student who like was like me when they were 16 and, and, and just didn't really know, like had some leadership qualities, but had no idea what to do with them. And, and I want to inspire them to, to use them and, and, and to be more, or, you know, college students too, who are still on that boat of like, oh, I'm not really sure if this leadership thing is for me. And we're all leaders in our own way. Like you don't have to be, you know, president and, or CEO. I mean, those are certainly leaders, but titles don't make leaders. Like I think it's, it's the way that you act and the way that you treat people. And if you can accept yourself as one at an early age, like there's just, there's no telling what you can do, you know, going forward. And I experienced that. I mean, I, I'm not saying like I'm, you know, super successful by any stretch of the imagination, but in my head, just because of the way I've done things is, is, 
you know, successful and, and I've, I've enjoyed the ride and, and I've appreciated all, you know, all the people that I've met and I'm excited to kind of continue spreading that message more. And um, I've had some students come up and talk to me like after speech, you know, and they're like, I, you know, when you said this, I mean, that was profound. And then sometimes I don't remember saying what, what those things. And that to me is like, that's when you know that you're doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing. And, um, you know, I, I mentioned one, one small part um, in my talk about going to counseling and like why that was an important stuff for me. I didn't remember saying it. And the kid was like, that I'm going to start counseling now because you said that. And I was like, well, now I know that needs to be a bigger part. You know, and it's amazing that the things that you learn, but people need to hear a message like that sometimes. And, um, and this is really for any age too. I mean, it's not like it's just, you know, high school and college students that need to hear that you should accept yourself. Like if you're, if you're 70, you should still accept yourself. Uh, so that's, that's kind of where that's been. But, um, but man, I mean, everything I learned at Marquette still, and from still being involved, uh, has totally paved the way for, um, you know, for, for this kind of, you know, second career, if you will, that I have, which, which has been great. Father Nows really kind of instilled on me, um, you know, I think he's a, he was a big, like, small things guy. Um, and, I, and I say that in the sense of, like, he was so simple, and, and, um, but really saw beauty in everything. And, and you know, specifically, the, actually, the, the quote I have in my email is, you know, see written on the forehead of everyone you meet today, make me feel important. And I think that, and that's, I use that in my talk, actually. Um, but he really saw people as um, like the most important person in the room. And um, in everyone, every generation of, of Marquette alumni has had that experience with him. And, uh, and it's just amazing to hear those stories. So I think like, like he really taught me to, to, to be present and to, um, to appreciate those small things and make people feel important. And um, I don't do it that well. Like I, 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 that's something I strive for, it's an aspiration. Um, if you do, I mean, I'm, there's plenty of people who do that a lot better than I do, but I think about it every day. It's something I always try to instill um, and, and, and a message that I hope I can deliver to, to, uh, to students. But, um, but yeah, he was just like, just one of those people, you know, that, that you'll never forget if you had the opportunity to meet him. Starting sophomore year, um, I, I had, uh, you know, moved into Schrader. Like, I remember specifically feeling like, I am not feeling Marquette right now. Like, I, and, um, and, and it was like a week long of just like, I, you know, I kind of, I'm not really sure what to do. I think in the end of the day, those things will like go, like it's gonna happen, first of all. Like if you haven't experienced something that's been down, like it's going to, um, but the way that you respond to it is important. Um, I decided to have a better attitude from there. And um, again, like I didn't, like I had to fully immerse myself and be present and where I was at. Uh, and then I think like, you know, I, you know, studying, I have, I have, you know, ADD. And so like studying never really, came naturally to me and so a lot of times of, of being in the library late and, and, and those types of things but uh but just always kind of staying focused and um and using the community around me I think like when those times happen so for example when that sophomore year time happened like I went to mass on a Tuesday night and um and it really like that was a I, I put I was put at ease you know and, and so I think like if you do have those moments finding the context and the things that, that you think are going to take you away from that and, and, and be more present of where you're at um you know, and I, and what's funny is that you're never going to remember those down moments, you know, like when, when college is over, you only think about the good things. So like, those are just going to be a small, like speed bump in, in, in your highway. That is, you know, that is college and, and um, roll with them and learn from them and understand, you know, what, what you need or, you know, whatever it might be, uh, who you need to spend your time with. But from there, you know, you can always grow and, and, and do, do better from that. Point.